Hello and welcome back to the Daily Weekly Podcast. And this week I'm once again joined by Rachel. Thank you for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I really thought I was going to burp there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's staying in. That's staying in. So yeah, we're back again with another episode. This time we're doing actors who nearly played famous roles. So like they were either like casting or they dropped out or they were in like the final stages of auditioning, things like that. Yeah. And yeah. there was a part one to this, which was released about a year ago, we said. So. Yes, so we have done one of these before, and it's pretty interesting. I did it with Jake, so go check that out if you're interested. <laughs> um, if you're on the YouTube version, hello, first of all, and I will put that in the link in the description. If you're on Spotify, then you can just scroll through past episodes and listen to it there as well. Do it manually. Do it the old-fashioned way. Oh, you yeah. can just, I'm sure if you type it up, it'll come up too. I will kick us off on this list. Please do, because yeah. I don't know this one. No, and I didn't know about it until um, well, a, a couple of years now, but I didn't know since this was... first research. I didn't since my first research, <laughs> it's a long time ago. Um, I didn't know this was a thing, but back in the 1990s, um, Nicolas Cage was cast as Superman in a film called Superman Lives. Now, this film was never released, it was never finished, it was going to be kind of this like old man superman kind of thing with long hair and it was really it was, it was a bit weird i i i, no. I i'm more of a marvel girl than a dc yeah, girl yeah. to be fair but i am too um you're a bit of a marvel girl yeah i knew you were gonna pick up on that part <laughs> i just knew it i'm a bit of a marvel fanboy um compared to dc yeah so um it was gonna be directed by tim burton it was gonna have like a darker tone to it um, I would have probably watched it if Tim Burton done it because he's my favourite director. So. Oh, I like a dark. Yeah, yeah. Have, have you seen Have you seen the cast for his new Adams Family series? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, I'll expect a Rachel review on that one. A Rachel review. When that comes a <laughs> <laughs> Um. So yeah, there's like some test footage available online and some pictures of him in the suit, and it just looks. Really weird. Does it? I, I genuinely like, I would haven't never, seen anything. I would never think of Nicolas Cage playing Superman, but he is a big Superman fan. Is um, he? Yeah, huge, massive. Uh, so there was a documentary made about this film, released in 2015, and uh, some of the story ideas have been like reused in other Superman films, etc. And one of the characters, um, called Brainiac, a DC character was going to be, and this is a literal quote, um, this, I can't remember where I found it, but this is what... Did you find it in your brain? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this would ever pop into my brain, but... <laughs> um, the character called Brainiac was going to be a gay R2-D2 with attitude. Isn't that just you? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all of those things, clearly. <laughs> So yeah, that would be very interesting. And Superman would face off against giant spiders. I don't know if there's any comic. I'm sure there might be. Because the giant spiders are always the villains in things, aren't they? Yeah, I was thinking about Ron Weasley. Ron, yeah. Ron Weasley would cry yeah. if he watched this. So, I don't know, Superman versus... Spiders. Spiders and gay R2-D2. <laughs> I guess you can figure out why it was never made. Yes, um, even for 1999. Yeah, but eventually Nicolas Cage got his shot at playing Superman in a voice uh, voice role in the Teen Titans Go to the Movies movie, which came out in 2018. So I guess, you know, nearly 20 years later, he finally got his chance to play Superman, you know. In a cartoon. In a cartoon, just his voice. But hey, it counts, I guess. 
I know. Probably fulfilled his dreams. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Nicolas Cage is such a huge comic book fan, he even named his son Carl-El, which is Superman's real name, and he was born with the last name Coppola, but wanted to distance himself from his famous uncle, so he changed the name to Nicolas Cage after his favourite comic book character, Luke Cage. Oh. Yeah. Would you ever name your child after, like, a Marvel or a DC thing? Um. I'm gonna call it Tony Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> well, one of my favourite... Marvel characters is Wolverine and he goes by the name Logan but I don't know Logan Simmons doesn't really have a ring to it I no, don't think no no so. Logan I do like the name Logan I'm yet to meet a child that I don't like called Logan yeah so <laughs> maybe that name I don't know would you name any of your kids after mm, don't think so I do really like the name Scarlett but that would be after Scarlett Johansson yeah. so you could call I your kid know. Natasha after our own cash <laughs> Um, no, I don't... No. My dad would absolutely love it if I called my first boss son Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Because he loves the Hulk so yeah. much. He would love that. So, maybe a middle name. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So, from one superhero casting to another... We're literally going from that end of DC to this end of Marvel now. Yes, we are. We go from DC to Marvel. I love this one. Yes. Do you want to take it away? I'll, I'll start. Yeah. So, in the Captain America the First Adventure... Adventure? Not Adventure. <laughs> in uh, Captain America the First Adventure film released in 2011, instead of Chris Evans, it was going to be John Krasinski, who we know and love from The Office, mm -hmm. uh, US, and uh, A Quiet Place, yeah. and things like that. Um, but so yeah in an interview John Krasinski revealed that he had not chosen to play the title role um, on what? that doesn't make sense oh I think um, from him but he was like I, sh uh, I should have read this he was asked to make the decision like yes or no on his wife's birthday oh because like, uh, he's he just, married yeah. to Emily Blunt and he, I, he just said no like fair dues. Uh, so yeah, yeah, he recalls. So John Krasinski recalls. I remember I said, "Yeah, look at him. He's Captain America." Uh, and yeah, according to Krasinski, his wife offered to cancel their evening plans. That's dedication in the wake of the disappointing news. Yeah. But he was happy for Chris Evans. So you know, no big beef yeah. there. And he didn't want it. Didn't want to let it get in the way of his wife's birthday. Which is sweet, because, you yeah. know, we've all been there where, mm. you know, your other half's got into a bit of a mood and it has destroyed the night. <laughs> it's on a birthday. <laughs> yeah, I know. What bad mm. timing. Yeah. Well, actually, that's another, like, celebrity couple. I'd like to know where they met. That could be one... I think I did look into it recently, but I can't remember what I found. Mm. So yeah, many fans now want John Krasinski to play the role of Reed Richards, otherwise known as Mr. Fantastic, in the new Fantastic Four movie alongside his wife Emily yeah. starring as Sue Storm. That's been like a... It's a big fan casting, but I think... I, yeah, I think that'd be really good, because mm. I think Emily Blunt would be amazing as Sue Storm. Yeah, although I think... I mean, she said a few different things, so she always gets asked of this, obviously. obviously. And obviously, with a new film out, Jungle Cruise, like, is asked again, like, hey, would you join a Marvel film? Um, I, I don't think she's against it, but I don't think she's super for it. Like, I'm sure no. she would. No, But again, like, another thing, especially with the Marvel these days, like, no disrespect to... The two actors, but like, I don't want to be mean when I say this, but they're getting older. They are. Like, I think John is in his forties now, 
Yeah, and, and she's not and, far behind. No. Um, and then, like, if you think, like, all the other Marvel heroes, like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. and all the others, like, they're in their, like, 40s and 50s. So, like, yeah. when they've just finished... So, like, I, I don't know, I mean... I don't know, if there's nothing got wrong the longevity. With, yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah. with them playing it. I'm not saying because they're old they can't play it, but... Just thinking... Fair, they're in both a, in amazing shape. They are, and, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. They they can do it, it's just thinking the longevity of, like, a, a long-running series. Yeah, I think also... They want to tie people down, don't they? Yeah, I think they are one of Hollywood's... Along with, like, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds and stuff, I think they are one of Hollywood's most iconic couples. Like, Definitely. They're just so cute. I just they love are. them. But I feel like they're... Because they did both um, Quiet Place films together... If they did another film together, then they'll always be seen as a couple rather than individuals. Yeah, I suppose. So yeah, because I don't know if Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, apart from Green Lantern, I don't know if they've been in each other. Yeah, movies. but I think that's quite healthy. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah, I think that's quite a good thing to not work with your other half. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. Um, but no, if they can do it, then amazing. But I don't want them to do it so much that they're known as Emily Blunt and John Krasinski because yeah. they're both amazing in their own right and they should get that clout Definitely. themselves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. I think he would be amazing in that role. But then I also think Emily Blunt would be amazing in that role. But then I don't want him to wait for the next generation of Fantastic Four, you know? Mm, I agree. I haven't even watched the newest Fantastic Four films because I love the originals so oh, much. Yeah. The, the, oh, the most recent one was just really bad. My so. dad said, my dad went, I'm not even going to take you to it because you'll just cry how bad it is. Yeah. Because he took me to see the originals in oh, cinema. Really? When I remember I when the originals really came little. out. Yeah, It yeah. came out when we were about five or six. Definitely, yeah. And my dad was like... Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, no, I do remember it really vividly. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Especially like some of those like superhero films from like the two thousands is like they're on a different lead to the ones that are made today. Like the budgets were smaller, the the effects Yeah. It was just they were nice and you know, so like, you grew up with thinking, Oh that's amazing and then maybe if you watched it back you might think, Oh, it's not so good but mm. it has that nostalgia value. Exactly. That's what I think about the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. That's why Spider-Man's my favourite. Yeah, they're really good. Okay. Oh, I'm taking this one. I was going to say, <laughs> right, you can have this one. This is all for you. I didn't know this until we did our, until I read your notes just now. Oh, okay. So, Alice in Wonderland 2010 is my favourite film of all time. I have a tattoo dedicated to it. Mm. Um, so, Mia Wazowski plays Alice in Alice in Wonderland, but... It could have been Cara Delevingne, which yeah. I can't imagine now. No. But the supermodel, because that's that's what she is, she's a supermodel, just cash, <laughs> um, revealed in W Magazine that she did audition for the role of Alice in 2010. Uh, it was directed by Tim Burton. Like I said earlier, Tim Burton's one of my favourite um, directors. Um, so Delevingne has said that her interpretation of Alice is a little crazy. She overplayed it the way a young girl would overplay all of her emotions. Uh, after sending off her audition tape, Kara was at a wedding where a fellow guest, who just so happened to be the wife of the <laughs> film's producer... As, uh, as you do, you know, happens. <laughs> she told Delavine how much she loved her audition, and then after that she met with Tim Burton. So obviously she didn't get the part, because Mia Wazowski did. Um, Kara has said that experience lit a fire within her. Oh, it must have like it. So it like fueled her love for acting. I suppose. Yeah, like she pursued more yeah. acting roles after that. Yeah. yeah. So such as in Suicide Squad or Paper Towns. Yeah. I didn't know this. 
says she is the voice of the non-stop pop radio DJ in GTA Five. Yeah, I, I didn't know, know that. I didn't know this either. But like, because I didn't recognise her voice, but I played the game a lot, and I was like, oh yeah, that's her. Is that where you've learned to drive? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm not on the roads yet. <laughs> Too dangerous. But no, I really like that fact because I don't I can't imagine it being anyone but Mia Wazowski now. Yeah. Wazowska? Wazowski? I don't know. I don't know. One of those two. Was out not even gonna attempt it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I think it could have been very different, but I love that film. Yeah, like, I know oh you do. God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that would have been a really interesting turn. Mm. Um, but yeah, Mia is my favourite Alice out of all the Alices. Yeah. So. Do you still wish they made a third one? No, because there isn't a third book. Well, I know we talked about this before, we spoke but like, about this before, if they came up with an original story, would you like want? I them don't to do think it would be as good because I think the whole world of it was created because even the second film doesn't mirror the second book because mm. I've read the second book um, but I feel like Lewis Carroll's world is so him <laughs> do you know what I mean like he's yeah. obviously dead now so he can't I don't think anyone will ever be able to match it and that's why I think the second film was a bit of a failure because it did go away from the book mm, interesting yeah conspiracy theory um, like, I do like the story it's like an individual story but because it didn't mirror the book and how wacky the book was I think yeah. that was its downfall yeah um, yeah I think only Lewis Carroll can write Alice stories because he was a bit crazy himself oh okay okay <laughs> on to the next one on our list um, well he played one wizard so maybe why couldn't he play another? Sir Ian McKellen as Dumbledore instead of Michael Gambon in the Harry Potter series. So, after the death of former Dumbledore actor Richard Harris, producers got in touch with several famed English actors who could have brought they could have brought in, and Ian McKellen was one of them. Although Ian declined the role because he believed it would be very wrong to replace Harris, as Harris had previously criticised McKellen, he wasn't a big fan of his. Really? Along with Kenneth Branagh and Derek Jacobi for being technically brilliant but passionless. I agree with that about Kenneth Branagh, but I hate Kenneth Branagh, so... Really? He cheated on Emma Watson, uh, not Emma Watson, that would be paedophilia. Cheated on Emma Thompson. Did he? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know and that. Yes, he cheated on Emma Thompson with Who? Helena Bonham Carter. Oh! <laughs> oh my god. This is some serious shit right here. Who's, who's he with now? Dunno, I hope him himself and himself. <laughs> Me I myself. I didn't know and I. that. I quite liked him. I don't like him because of that. And we had to watch in school, we had to watch the Frankenstein where he plays Victor Frankenstein. Mm. And the whole time I was like, Don't like him. Dirty man. Dirty, <laughs> dirty man. <laughs> wow, I did not know that. Yeah, and that's why I don't like him because you know that bit in Love Actually where Emma Thompson finds out that Alan Rickman's been cheating on her mm. and she's just like crying in the bedroom. She was thinking of Kenneth Branagh when she did that. Oh, that's... I did think that was very good acting. I thought she must have been thinking yeah, of something real. Yeah, but him, dirty oh. man. <laughs> so, I agree with Richard Harris. May he rest in peace. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, the Golden Globe winning screen legend admitted that he has the odd regret about passing up the role, but admitted sometimes when I see the posters of Mike Gambon, the actor who gloriously plays Dumbledore, I think sometimes it's me. They are very <laughs> visually similar. They are, and I think, like, he's already obviously so well known for playing Gandalf. Yeah. And then, like, 
Dumbledore, especially yeah. like those films were like around the same time. Like, may, you know. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I think I used to like think of the two as like one person when I was younger. Cause yeah, I, was so I think cause they would, pe people would confuse them. Yeah, and they were both wizards, like you said, and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I think Michael Gambon was absolutely brilliant. Oh, he's brilliant. He's I wasn't really amazing. a fan of Richard Harris's portrayal. I, I liked Richard Harris's portrayal because it was so different to Michael Gambon's. Yeah. So he like did play like the dittery like grandfather figure, whereas Michael Gambon was like. It's a bit more youthful, really, wasn't it? I he think. was better suited to the darker ones. Yeah. I can't imagine Richard Harris doing like no. um, Half Blood Prince or anything. No. No. He was just yeah. he, he suited the younger films. Yeah, definitely the tones of it. Yeah. yeah. As, obviously, the films got darker onwards. And, exactly. That's why I think yeah. it would have suited either Ian McKellen or. I Michael could definitely. Campbell. I think. I mean, if it was Ian McKellen, he could have done it all the way through. I think he could play the the more gentle Dumbledore and get a bit more darker. I think yeah. he could do that. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, it could, yeah. it could, he couldn't have, like, you could have just not told me that and I would have thought, oh, they're the same person. <laughs> okay, so on to our final one. Again, we're talking about Blake Lively. I feel like she's, like, a regular on the podcast. Yeah, um, making another appearance. Yeah, so Blake Lively was due to play Dr. Ryan Stone instead of Sandra Bullock in the 2013 film Gravity. Mm, now, you haven't seen this film, have I you? I haven't seen this film, so I'm going to let no. you take this. Uh, I've seen it once, probably in 2014 um, like I remember everyone was talking about it I think it won an Oscar or it was, it was nominated it was like this big spectacular of like um, two astronauts Sandra Bullock and George Clooney who got like something something went wrong in, in the oh, space satellite okay. yeah. and it was like they had no, I think it was they had no other like they were desperate to get back to Earth because they couldn't stay up there and I can't really remember too much of it eventually she got back to Earth and hey George Clooney <laughs> died but that was it spoiler <laughs> I just went through the entire plot, Rachel. The character's <laughs> death is nothing. Oh. The film's about nearly ten years. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, George Clooney died. That's nothing, hun. No. <laughs> but, yeah, so according to Variety, the Gossip Girl star Blake Lively was considered to be you know, in the role of Dr. Rhinestone. Um, but several insiders ultimately felt that she was too young for the role, especially as the main character was supposed to have a daughter in the film. Mm. So that's Isn't Blake Lively nearing 40 now? Uh, yeah, I think so. So she would have literally been like 30. Yeah. So I guess, now. you know, I mean, she's, that's old enough to have a daughter. Yeah. How old was the daughter supposed to be? I can't really remember. But no. Yeah. Oh, but then I guess when you compare them, Sandra Bullock is like the same age as like my parents. Mm. And I suppose if like, if from an insider's point of view, Sandra Bullock is a bigger name. At least back then, I would say. Mm, yeah, because so, she'd only just married Ryan yeah, Reynolds. Exactly. And, yeah, So this would have been, like, coming off of Green Lantern. Yeah. She probably needed it, to be fair. But <laughs> like, it would have been a big role, step up. Yeah. But she went on to do some other good things. Yeah, and there were some other high-profile actresses that um, turned down the role, such as yeah. Angelina Jolie and Natalie Portman. Yeah, although... I thought, like, Angelina Jolie, I get, is a similar age to Sandra Bullock, but I thought Natalie Portman would be Again, similar to Blake Lively, maybe yeah. a bit older, but... Yeah. So, So, yeah, it is interesting who, the sort of range they were going yeah. for, like, beautiful... But older. <laughs> beautiful, but older. Well, actresses. not too old, but old enough to have a daughter, but then look yeah. professional. Yeah, then look... 
you like, know, gorgeous. this is a space astronaut. We can't cast some blonde-looking twenty-year-old, can we? <laughs> Yeah, you exactly. She, it's got to be believable that she is but daughter. That's the type of thing I think some insiders would probably think. I'm just saying out there. Like, yeah. With casting, that can get quite like that. Okay, so that has brought us to the end of our list quite nicely. Uh, thank you so much for watching or listening, if mm -hmm. you have. Yeah. Yeah, did you find something interesting about that? Um, did you know about these casting choices? Did you not? Did, would you wish any of these actors were these roles? Do let us know. Yeah, for sure. And if you are watching us on YouTube, hello, we're here. If you're listening to us on one of our uh, podcast streaming apps, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts, come find us on YouTube. You will be able to see the voices that match our faces. Yeah. Um, I does, always, does the voice match the face? I always think that. Do you, like, picture people in your head when you listen to them? Um, most of the time... Like if you don't know what they look like. I don't know. I think most, like, maybe on the radio. Yeah, on the radio. Yeah. Because I don't really, myself, I, if I'm listening to a podcast, I'll usually watch a video podcast. Oh, do So you? that's kind of why I want to do this format, because I'm more of a, like, a, a visual person. Yeah. But on the radio, yeah, I wonder, I do think, wonder what they look like. I know, I wonder what people think we look like. Yeah. Tell so, us, tell us in the comments or hop find, on over to YouTube or hop Instagram. Hop on over to YouTube or Instagram. Let us know. Hey, do you sound? You look like you sound, or you don't. Oh, I don't <laughs> you know. you don't look like you sound. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what is our Instagram and YouTube handles, Bradley? Our Instagram's at Daily Weekly Cast. That's also the same for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTube. We just type in the Daily Weekly or the daily weekly podcast yes we do we have other up. channels yes we do have other channels we've got three channels we've got this one the daily weekly podcast we've got the daily weekly show where we do our uh videos three times a week you know a bit of we play games we try you can really see what we look like there you can really see what we look like we play games we do strange taste tests <laughs> with weird drinks and food do you think why are they doing that <laughs> or you know just having a good time so that's what we do Monday, Wednesday and Friday on the Daily Weekly Show. And our third channel, Daily Weekly Extras, is just... You know, we upload once a week with some behind-the-scenes footage, some exclusive clips, deleted scenes. All the bits yeah. you wouldn't see anywhere else. So do check them out. Exactly. And think, once you've followed all of those, we'll see you, see you next time. We'll see, see you, you next, next time. week. Bye. Bye. Bye.